One of the main objections to taqlid is based on the view that a lengthy hadith attributed to the 11th Imam, Imam Hassan ibn Ali al-Askari, that tells the Shia to perform taqlid is actually a weak tradition and thus cannot be accepted. The Imam in this hadith is discussing about those who used to follow pseudo-scholars who were following them in accordance to their materialistic desires. And he was warning the Shia, he was warning his followers not to follow pseudo-scholars, not to follow anyone, but rather to follow a scholar who protects his deen, his religion, controls his self, his desires. Not just a person who is of knowledge, a jurist, but a person of taqwa, who controls himself, who has the ilm uh, and taqwa and deen, then it's for the masses, for the mass, for the people to follow him. And he even goes further in this hadith to say that this status of a person becoming a mujtahid or a great honorable scholar is not something that everyone will be able to attain, but a few individuals will attain such a status. But whoever from the jurists who controls himself, protects his religion, opposes his desires, is obedient to the order of his master, then the people are free to follow him, engage in his taqlid, and this level is something which only some of the jurists of the Shia will attain, not all of them. The Shia don't rely on this lengthy hadith as a standalone proof of taqlid, there has been more research done into other texts as well as rational ideas that form a concrete philosophy. The hadith simply supports these studies. The late Ayatollah Khoi has written that the narrations which prove the permissibility of taqlid and the binding authority of rulings and matters of the furu'adeen, the branches of religion, are so many that they reach the level of overall tawatir on this issue. When a hadith is considered al-mutawatir, it simply means that these traditions have been quoted by so many different chains of narrators that it's practically impossible for all those narrators to have come together to fabricate it. For this reason, the hadith can be accepted as reliable. Ayatollah Khoi then elaborates and divides the many hadith he refers to that speak about taqlid into four groups. The first group of hadith is those that guide the Shia to refer to specific scholars amongst the companions such as Zakaria bin Adam, Yunus bin Abdul Rahman, Uthman bin Sa'id al-Amri, and others. This would happen when people would come to the Imams and ask them who they could rely on or whose word they could accept as true apart from theirs. The second group includes traditions that refer the Shia generally to ask those who narrate traditions of the Ahlul Bayt and are known to have a deep understanding of jurisprudence from amongst the companions of the Imams. A specific hadith here would be the example of when Ishaq bin Yaqub wrote to the 12th Imam asking for advice. The Imam responded and then said, But as for the problems which will occur in the future, you must refer to the narrators of our traditions for their verdicts, as they are my proofs over you and I am Allah's proof over them. A third group of hadith orders specific companions to guide the people. If we examine the ahadith in our most renowned compilations, we will see that there are a number of these ahadith which give us the impression that doing taqlid, referring to scholars amongst the Shia community, 
was the norm of that time, even in the times of the Aima wassalam. There are some ahadith that tell us how the Imams wassalam, referred their followers to particular specific ulama amongst their midst, such as when somebody came to Imam Ja'far al-Sadiq and said, who do we ask for our guidance? And he said, alayka bil asadi, yani Abu Basir, refer to Abu Basir al-Asadi. Imam al-Radha was once asked the same question and he said, refer to Yunus ibn Abdul Rahman. And there are some ahadith in which the Aima urged those very fuqaha amongst the Shia to continue to deliver their edicts and their fatawa for the Mu'mineen. For example, Imam al-Baqir told his scholarly follower and Shia Abad ibn Taghlib that he should sit in the masjid Masjid al-Madina and give the fatawa to the people for he loves to see the likes of him amongst his Shia in this manner. The fourth and final group of hadith is the one in which people are prohibited from issuing fatawa without proper knowledge or based on personal opinions, assumptions, analogies and the like. These traditions also act as a warning to the general public not to follow just anyone but to look for those who are actually learned as well as pious. After looking at how the issue of taklid is approached through the study of so many different kinds of hadith, it's clear that even if we cannot accept the initially quoted hadith of Imam al-Askari as a primary evidence to validate taklid, we can definitely use it as corroborative proof. In fact, because the Ahlul Bayt have approached the subject of taklid from so many angles, we have been able to refine the concept and better understand what it is they wanted us to achieve through its practice. Through the categories of hadith that the late Ayatollah Khui outlined, we can see that the Imams encouraged their trusted and trained companions to engage in what we today call ijtihad. They wanted there to be people whom their Shia could turn to for guidance in manoeuvring the complexities of life. So let's summarize what these hadith defined taqlid as. Guidance on religious rulings provided by particular companions trusted by the Ahlul Bayt, following the verdicts of certain companions who had built up the trust, credibility and requisite qualifications and who had been ordered to act on behalf of the Ahlul Bayt by them. Referring to those who narrate the hadith of the Ahlul Bayt with regards to future events for which there was no clear verdict already passed. Strictly avoiding the guidance of all those who lack the requisite knowledge, rely on personal opinions or use invalid methods such as analogy to derive rulings on religious matters. For more inspiring content, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Facebook and Instagram.